What's up, guys? It's your girl, Sarah from Sarah Styles here joining. Welcome to Monday. Welcome to Monday. Hello, it's Monday. Um, <laughs> this is the reseller accountability, but we're kind of I'm kind of doing a special edition today just because there's things happening. I'm going to change this view. I don't like that. Yes, I prefer that. Yeah. Um, otherwise, I move and it like cuts my face off. So welcome. It is my weekly accountability. Today, we will talk a little bit about accountability and reselling, but we also, I have kind of a theme today with other reselling parents who are remote learning or homeschooling during this time, trying to figure out how to get it all done. So I have Rebecca here and Melissa here. Um, I'm going to do a couple quick announcements while we wait for people to log on. This is every single week at 6 p.m. Mountain Standard. It's an accountability call. We go over our weekly successes and then set goals for the next week. It is open to anyone who would like to join. So if you ever do want to come on the video, just send me a DM and I'll give you the information. Today, like I said, it's going to be a little bit themed. I'm going to have specific questions, but usually we go into just general reselling and what happens happens. Um, so that is the first thing. If you like content like that, make sure to subscribe hit that like button as well. I also have a podcast that within the past two months, so fairly new. Uh, the link for that is down below. So make sure to subscribe, follow, whatever you do on podcasts, uh, make sure to do that. And then if you enjoy that content, you can subscribe for as low as 99 cents a month to kind of keep the content coming. An affiliate, um, Rebecca and Melissa both do have the dashboard and are both affiliates. So if you want to become an affiliate and you have the dashboard, I have recently increased the percentage just to really make sure to give back because I know it does take a lot of time and energy to build content around being affiliates. So I want to make sure to pay accordingly. So the information for that is down below as well. This Wednesday is my weekly call. This is the last one and then we'll get into it. It's fine. Wednesday, You're like very spunky. <laughs> this Wednesday is my weekly call with uh, Chris from Daily Refinement. So we'll be talking about my, soul, my sales for the last month. And then also we will be talking about um, goals and how to do things. Chris from Daily Refinement has lots of great info. And Brittany is joining us. I don't know if she's going to be able to be here the whole time, but um, you know, life of a mom, that's what happens. So on that note, no, let's do a little bit of an intro for people who don't know, and then feel free to introduce yourself in the comments as well, um, how your week was, what's going on, and then if you're in the similar situation that we are all in as well, um, just let us know kind of where you're at. So I'm going to start with, it's always backwards, Rebecca, and then we'll just kind of go around Rebecca. If you want to give us a little bit about, um, I mean, we're all resellers, but yeah. the age of your children, where you sell on, um, and then your location, because I think it's going to differ a little bit about what all the schools are doing in the different locations. Yes, yes. So hi, I'm Rebecca, the reseller. I am in Orlando, Florida, and I have a four, almost five-year-old. So this would have been what we call it in Florida, VPK or pre-K year. So I'm not yet officially in elementary school with him, but we are keeping him home from the little preschool that he was going to. And I'm doing, you know, homeschool for him. So we'll, you know, be talking all about that. And I'm a reseller. I sell on Poshmark, on Mercari, on ThreadUp, and I have a YouTube channel and I'm on Instagram and all of the things that go along with that. So yeah, that's, that's me. And this is your full-time gig, right? 
I mean, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I'm a stay at home mom, so I don't have another job. Um, I think sometimes it fluctuates between stay at home mom, you know, for the win or, you know, reseller for the one minute gets a win. <laughs> you know, yeah, pretty sure. much wifing is like down to three or four. <laughs> I know. Yeah, no, I don't do down. anything else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, and is just to get an idea of what's happening in your state. So is it, he would be pre-K. Is that mandatory in your state? No, like it's right. It's, it's, it's VPK. So it's voluntary pre-kindergarten. Oh, okay. We did okay. have him in a little part-time school to prepare him for this year. Like this is the year, like I stood out 5 yeah. a.m. to get this spot um, because it is competitive because it's free. And um, we paid for the school, we're an in-house family, got the spot and then decided to keep him home. So I basically have no rules as far as what I'm gonna do for homeschool. And I'm sure we'll talk about the pluses yeah. and minuses of that. But so I'm, I get free reign to kind of do what I want with him. But it's super pressure because you have to make sure he's ready for kindergarten. And that's then a whole full day. Like there's, we'll talk about it. You know, a little guy that's just beyond him. So <laughs> yeah. All right. And then Melissa, if you want to introduce yourself a little bit as well, um, go ahead. Um, I'm Melissa. I am the Mint Moose. Um, I sell on Poshmark Mercari. Just started out into eBay, thanks to Sarah for all the hand holding. And I do thread up. Um, I have three children, um, eight, five, and two. And I homeschool my five-year-old and my eight-year-old. And right now that's my full-time job is taking care of them and schooling them. Um, I've been homeschooled <laughs> <laughs> five year old. <laughs> I knew we would have guest appearances tonight. <laughs> and um, I've been homeschooling both of my kids pretty much the entire way since they've begun school. So, so um, this is not a choice. I mean, this is not because of the pandemic for you. This yeah. is you are homeschooling. Oh, oh and, wow! Yeah. Great. Okay. Uh, all right, Brittany. If you guys don't know Brittany, definitely follow. She has the cutest vintage hauls. I don't know if cutest is. The proper way to is there, but it, you always tell them the best brand. When you're a reseller, yeah, yeah, great details over on uh, YouTube. Uh, yeah, so I have two little boys. I have a little boy who is four, and then he'll be turning five um, at the end of September. And then I have a two-year-old um, who just turned two in July, and they were so the two-year-old has always been home with me. Um, but he's pretty easygoing and the four going on five-year-old is much more like um, emotionally and like play intensive. Like he's very much an extrovert where I'm only partially an extrovert. So he always wants attention. And while I have gotten him to independent play, he's just much more hands-on. So he, he's been in daycare since he was, um, a little over two years old and at the beginning of the pandemic his daycare closed and at first it was temporary and then it became permanent so now his daycare is gone but he's and you're in the new england area right yeah new hampshire, right, hampshire. okay yeah. so here there's actually we have voluntary kindergarten and he was birthday is like just before the cutoff date so we were actually planning to send him to kindergarten this year. And we applied to a couple of different 
charter schools um, because we don't like the school that we are zoned for very much. So in New Hampshire, we have a bunch of different charter schools and he got accepted to the one that he was over the moon for. It's a arts and music charter school and he loves both of those things so much. Um, so they had like weekly music classes and like all of their lessons were themed around art. And he was so excited to go. And then my younger one was gonna go to the daycare where that's now closed. So we are, because it's a school that he really wanted to go to and it's a lottery and we were lucky to get in, I am going to do remote kindergarten with him. Mm -hmm. But if it were just like regular school, I would actually probably just pull him out and then like homeschool on my own terms because yeah. he's still very young for the kindergarten age range. Like he could skip the year and still be fine going into kindergarten next year. But yeah, so I am going to be doing um, homeschool remote kindergarten. <laughs> Has it started for you? Has everyone started? No, ours starts um, September 9th. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I actually, so, I mean, if you can't tell, my husband's from New England from the bottom. And I always remember the his cousins and stuff all start, like, weeks after. Uh, it's yeah. been, like, a month and a half, and we've been in school. So and right. they, they delayed the openings. Um, Catholic schools are actually going full-time, just regular. So oh. a lot of people who don't really have a choice, they have to work have pulled out their children and they're sending them to Catholic schools. Mm. Um, and then most of the Nashua school districts are either partial remote. So it's like a hybrid model or they're full remote. So it's yeah. up to the school. So I'm in, <laughs> you could, the kids can come if you need to. I mean, yeah, if you what, don't want what about to husband? Husband? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> No, um, technically Florida has started, um, but but because I knew that we were doing the homeschool and because I can kind of do with it what I want, there's no rules. I'm not starting actually till Wednesday, um, September 2nd, because I wanted some time to like get prepared and get organized and like get our homeschool room ready and everything. So I know Rebecca from Florida is in the chat. I think she already started because yeah, she's in okay. Florida too. Um, and she's got her boys, you know, just a little older than Geo. And I think yeah, they've but she actually used to officially be an started. Elementary, she used to be an elementary school teacher. So she has like the one up on She's doing she's doing um homeschooling. She pulled her kids and she's doing homeschooling, but she yeah. needs to do it. Um so let me do my intro. If you guys people yeah. who aren't, haven't been following, um, just so we know where I'm at. So I have three children. I have a three, a five, and a fourteen year old. Uh the three year old is starting preschool, the five year old is starting kindergarten, and then the fourteen year old is starting his first year at high school. Uh, and he's special needs as well. And he's a step kid. So it's every other week to add complexity to the situation. Uh, so we, the two littles are in a Montessori charter school. So they actually would be in the same classroom together because it's, they do three years. Um, so like three, four and five year olds are together then first, second and third grade mm -hmm. together. Um, so they're in the same classroom and we were debating. So in Colorado, you can, in our district, you could, fully send them back to school in elementary school or fully remote and then high school you can do either a hybrid so two days a week at school and then three days a week remote so my oldest is three days is doing the hybrid um because he's special needs and he needs a lot of support from 
<laughs> he oh needs a lot of support from, um, you know, the special ed teachers that me and my husband just, yeah. even if we had the time, we don't have the knowledge to be able to do the special needs, especially at yeah. his level. Yeah. Um, and then the two littles we chose to do fully remote, but then you can like opt back in after like in certain points in the year, if we feel that it is. So that's where we're going. We started last Monday. So we are a week into it. Um, and we were kind of similar with Brittany in this. Well, I also don't want to homeschool. Like I want someone to send me the curriculum. I don't want to spend any more time figuring out the curriculum than I have to. Um, but it is a charter school and you have to get a spot. And if you leave, then you lose your spot. And so we didn't want yeah. to lose our spot. Okay. Um, too. I didn't want to lose that spot. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah. it was more for the preschooler because if we didn't send him or he doesn't like remote learning for a preschooler is like not really necessary, but I'm like, I want to lose his spot. And it at least gives I him like my funding. spot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I stood out five in the morning to get that spot. I was the first one in line. <laughs> oh Lord. Oh, so better. <laughs> All right. So that's where we are. Um, there's a couple of people in the chat too. Michelle is a, you know, frequent watcher on the channel as well. A great supporter. So thank you, Michelle. I sell on eBay, Poshmark, Macari, and Etsy. Yes, my kids are home, one in preschool and one senior in a high school. So we chat because we have a similar split in an older kid and little ones. We talked to Rebecca from Florida as well. Um, this is an interesting one. I am currently doing my last year of high school from home and I'm thinking of reselling on Poshmark. I am currently in the research stage. Well, hopefully we can give you some tips on how yes. to manage it all. Um, so let's talk first a little bit about what your day looks like. Um, and I know not every day can be the same, especially with children, but kind of just a standard day. Or those of you that haven't started, Brittany, what or and Rebecca, right? Have you guys haven't started? No. What, yeah, what no, you're I'm planning, what you're imagining it yeah. to kind of look like. And this is making sense. So me and Rebecca got our um crowds paths, our paths crossed in thinking this is why we probably had planned to do it in a couple of weeks. And I sent her an email and I was like, Oh, it's happening this week. And she's like, Oh, okay. Sorry. But that's probably why we originally talked about doing it in a couple of weeks when you had started. So yeah. we'll talk about what you're prepping, what you're getting ready to, what a normal day, even with the kid at home, if you're not learning kind of what a normal day would look like. Yeah. Do you, do you want me to go? Yeah, we can go okay. in a circle or if people want to jump. Okay. In yeah. No, I mean, for me, this August month has really been the transitionary month. Like the beginning part of the month was the planning of like figuring out what benchmarks I need to get him ready for kindergarten and all of the things. Do I want curriculum and all of this stuff? So I kind of ordered all kinds of things and got our homeschool room ready. And so I basically did all the like planning things and made a giant list and kind of like really went through it methodical. And then I knew that I wanted to have a week in August where I was just focused on the business and trying to unwind it because I knew what, once we decided I was going to homeschool Geo, it was like, okay, the business has to basically not cease to exist, but it has to maintain at such a low level that I'm not torn and freaking out and like trying to manage both and letting one thing slide or the other because the priority now does become homeschool. So I spent about a week kind of like prepping unwinding and then this last week has quote been my vacation <laughs> so that I would like be refreshed and ready to like okay like get my mind right we're homeschooling next week like this is happening we're going from business mode to teacher mommy mode 
And so that's been good. And I actually, I'm just about to finish two books. Like, I don't know when's the last time I ever read two books in a month, let alone a week, but I did it. <laughs> so, like, I asked, I asked on my Instagram the other day, like book referrals. And Melissa actually gave me some really good ones. And then like the next day I was like, get it together, Sarah. You're not reading. Right, when are you going to read a book? Yeah. I, that was my only goal for this vacation week. And I, and it was twofold. Actually, I knew that if Gio saw me reading more, that he would start to kind of like, cause it's whatever I want to do. So if I'm on my computer doing work or I'm doing my reselling stuff, then he wants to do his work and his whatever stuff. So I thought if I started reading more, he would kind of catch on and he did. And we had reading time and it was like super nice. I mean, he can't read, he's just looking at the pictures, but. <laughs> no, but, but that's how it starts. That's how they start yeah. decoding. It was a good start to kind of like foray into this whole shenanigans that we're about to get into so so we start on wednesday the good thing about us because we're not held to any remote schedule or any very official elementary schools that i can make up our schedule however i wanted so we're doing a wednesday through saturday schedule so four days um because my husband is off monday tuesday and that was one of the kind of bummers about geo going into a traditional school this year for five days was that he was going to miss out on some quality time with my husband so i'm actually kind of not bummed about the fact that not only can you mold your reselling business around your life and design it, you can do that with homeschool. Again, I'm not tied to a remote public school situation. So it is a little bit more free. So we're doing Wednesday through Saturday. We're going to do two hours of me and him. Because again, this is BPK. This isn't very official. <laughs> so when I started yeah. reading about their attention span and kind of what is manageable and how when you boil down homeschool versus a regular public school day, you want to do something more condensed. So I tried to do a lot of research. So we're going to do two hours of like 10 minute periods of different types of things, like whether it's two hours from, straight, two hours straight in theory, we'll see how it goes. But my, my plan right now is to let him have like a, a lazy morning, like enjoy the time with it. You know, my husband, I can get some morning chores done, maybe get a walk in or whatever. My husband doesn't go to work till 10. So we have more of a long-term morning and then start at 10 when my husband like is already gone. So we'll do school from 10 to 12 and it's going to be like 10 minute periods of like worksheets, then a little media time. We got ABC mouse. Yes. Um, you know, I, or like yeah. a virtual field trip or like some YouTube video, you know, like, so we're going to do little stuff. Oh, <laughs> and then, um, then what did I say? We're going to do worksheets and media time, then a hands-on activity, then physical activity, then a reading a book and then free play. So it's going to go from like increasingly probably things he's going to hate down to things he's going to love. <laughs> so that way I can kind of like carrot him all along the way. Um, oh and that's, do you have the background? Do you have a background in any kind of education or anything, or it's all yeah. internet research? Okay. Yeah, I, I'm very intense for those that do watch my YouTube channel. They know I'm pretty analytical and like anything I do is like a serious deep dive. So when I decided that I was committing to homeschooling, like I'm in there, <laughs> like it's all happening. I don't know if I'm doing it right, but whatever it is, I've well researched it and figured out that it's what I want to do. <laughs> So, um, and now reselling, how does that, are you, I used to get up at 4am. And so from 4am to 7am, that's how I would get my reselling business done. I would do all my prep work, all my planning, all my listing, anything I could do on the computer, anything that just required mental brain power. My business was built from 4am to 7am. 
then Gio would get up, all kinds of whatever. And then I would fit reselling in like the photos or whatever into pockets of time throughout the day. We all know this, right? Like whatever you can do in 10 minutes here and there. And then whenever my husband was home, he would give me some time. Like when he would be off for his weekends, he would give me some time. And that's when I would go thrifting or get my YouTube videos done or whatever when I would have chunks. And Gio, again, he used to be in preschool. So we would have, I would have kid free time. Now all of that is vanished, um, you know, since March basically. So oh, yeah. it's very much been like, okay, pull back YouTube to one or two videos a week or batch crazy do them reselling. How can I pull that back? That's where ThreadUp came in. So everything has been adjusting really since March, but only in the last commitment of doing homeschool to where I'm not getting up in the morning to do this. I'm now getting up at six so I can be fresh to deal with the morning and deal with homeschool and whatever I can muster the rest of the day is what I'm going to muster and whatever I can get done on the weekend our weekend is Monday Tuesday when my husband is home and can have his daddy geo time and that's when I'll do my YouTube video that's when I'll pack my thread up boxes but pretty much well, and I, well, I'm gonna I'm going to stop you here because I'm going to yeah. ask everyone else as well, too, because I think yeah. we've all had to. Like, there's only so many yeah, hours no, in the day. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 you're fine. But I do want to let everyone else talk I'm to you. The, the next time <laughs> around, too, we'll talk about because we all are all going to have to make different priorities, too. Well, Melissa's a pro because she's been doing this forever, which will maybe we'll learn a lot. <laughs> How we do it. Kind of what her normal schedule is and how she fits it all in. So you... Melissa have been doing this pre-COVID for years and years with the older kids too. So you probably have a really good idea of how it is structured and what works best for you if you want to kind of walk us through how that works. Um, so I, I would say that last year was really hard for me because I just winged each day as I woke up and it was a terrible approach. And this <laughs> summer... <to> <laughs> It's it. You really should plan and prep as much as possible because if you just wing it, you're not going to have priorities straight, and you're not going to know what needs to get done. And at the end of the day, you're like, oh shoot, like I didn't get stuff done, and you're tired because you wasted so much energy going from one dumpster fire to the next. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I spent my entire summer planning out my schedule and reorganizing my life to make sure that I could balance this because last year I wasn't homeschooling my um, my five-year-old. It was just my oldest child. So this year I was taking on the extra child for school. And, and so, you have a little one too. Yeah. Like two-year-old um, that is just... Two-year-old who is like a monster. I love him, but he's into everything. Yeah. Just um, a two-year-old. We all know what two-year-olds are like. Two-year-old. Um, <laughs> So my mom helps out, like she comes over and takes my two-year-old back to her house every morning for three, no, two hours. So I can get the really like hardcore school stuff done in the morning. So what I do is I get up at 6.30 every day and I do, um, I sit down and I do my quiet time and then I look at my schedule for the day. And Monday through Friday, my schedule doesn't really vary a whole lot. Um, but I still review it because I want to make sure I'm remembering exactly when I'm doing, like I start school at a specific time, each subject starts at a specific time, we have breaks at specific, specific times. And as long as I'm reviewing my day, like I'm remembering to stay on top of it and the times when I'm supposed to switch on to the next thing. 
And so um, I review all that and then I get dressed for the day um, because it makes a huge difference if I'm already dressed before we've even started anything else. Um, oh, you don't wear your pajamas all day? Huh? <laughs> pajamas. I don't wear my pajamas all day, no. <laughs> oh, I do. I just I, change, I if you guys could, I totally, like all my YouTube videos, I have like a different shirt on, but like I'm totally in my, my pajamas still from this morning, <laughs> from last day. night, also from yesterday. No judgment <laughs> yesterday. <at> all. <laughs> but I found I was more likely to um, like be able to run up to the post office if I need to, if I'm already dressed. If I need to, if I want to take a walk with my kids, I'm already dressed. And so, um, that was why I did it for me, but, um, and then we fixed breakfast and then we, um, my mom comes and takes my two year old and then we start school at nine 30 every day. Um, sometimes at nine o'clock and we usually take a walk. I count that as their like physical education time and we'll walk for like a mile to a mile and a half. Wow. And then, um, we come back and that's when I do math and then reading and spelling because we don't have we have uninterrupted time and that's, we just crank that stuff out. And I usually work in 45 minute blocks cause I notice 45 minutes, they kind of lose attention and I do too. So I will work for 45 minutes. I'll take a break and check my phone and Poshmark and email. And then we go back and work for 45 minutes and then we take a break for lunch and then go back. And then right about three o'clock we're finishing up for the day. And I, uh, work for a little bit and then wrap it up, do family stuff like dinner and all that, and then put them to bed and then work again. So. Oh, so you work late. Yeah. I work and your husband late. works late out. Your husband works a lot of hours or late hours. Yeah, or my husband right? works um, 11, 10 to 11 hours shifts um, uh, during the week. So oftentimes yeah. he doesn't get home till 6.30 or later. Mm. So you're doing like dinner and everything by yourself. All right, Brittany. Um, what is your plan? How are you gonna? Because you have the because you have to teach remote teach the older one, but then also manage the little one. That's what I'm struggling yeah. with. So I, I'm I'm pretty much a monster in the morning. Um, I don't wake up early, so my morning will probably start at like I'm gonna say like seven, most likely six thirty or seven, and then. I'll be doing my shipping in the morning because I like the daylight. Um, it just like gets more cheerful and I'll do that while I have my coffee. And then I'll come back upstairs and I have kind of trained my children to leave me alone for 15 minutes while I exercise. Um, and then 15 minutes, that's the life of a mom. You were like 15 minutes. Like, just go away, 15 minutes, just give me a second. <laughs> Yeah, and then he starts his daycare at nine. So I will probably go from um, exercise to getting them dressed. And then downstairs, we have a very large um, like basement that's just kind of like open concept. And I've always had a play area down there, but we are converting it to a like classroom situation. So I'm basically treating it like they are both going to school. I'm going to be packing their lunches the night before. They're going to have lunch boxes. Um, and then we'll just go down. So What's that? Y'all are so structured. Like, you just wait until you hear my chaos. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll go downstairs and then we'll 
the, his school starts um, at nine and like Rebecca is kind of planning to do, their um, activities go in like 15 to 30 minute uh, blocks. And so they'll have like their morning meeting, that's 15 minutes, and then they'll split into either like an activity or um, like, I think something off screen so that they're not getting so much screen time. I won't know exactly how it is until we actually start doing it because they gave me a schedule, but it's for all of like el lower elementary. So I don't know if it, like how it includes kindergarten. Um, but yeah, it's just going to be a lot of me kind of keeping the little one out of the big one's hair. <laughs> like, trying to talk on like webcam. So there's going to be a lot of toddler photo bombs going on in these. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Things. I'm just like, he'll learn what he's going to learn. We'll do the best we can. And if, you know, my two-year-old photo bombs every Zoom meeting, well, what do you expect? Yeah. Some of us have multiple children and you're lucky that I can even be home with him. So we're <laughs> right. going to roll with it. And so I think that his school day is supposed to end around like 12, 12.30, something like that. Um, and that's when my little one goes down for his nap. So I don't really know exactly how my day is going to go because normally I would use that time to give my older one some screen time so that I could work. But if he's been having a lot of screen time in the morning, I'm probably not going to do that as much. So realistically, I'm probably going to be doing like an hour and a half to two hours of work a day. I used to work a lot at night, but I don't get to spend a lot of time with my husband. And if I don't cut myself off at eight o'clock, then I will literally like work until my eyes hurt and I just mm -hmm. need to pass out. So I have actually read like 12 books or more this year because I've been cutting myself off at eight and I will go and, and read and relax um, for the rest nice. of the night. So, you know, I, I appreciate you jumping on this call because I know it's a relaxing time. So if you need to go unwind. Yeah, I'll have to go But I did want to add that um, this, I have, a, like, I'm a super driven person and I really enjoy working and I enjoy what I do. So it's been super frustrating for me, even just like thinking about homeschooling them yeah. and remote learning yeah. and having that schedule has been like a lot of pressure on me. So this past week, I actually signed up for Talkspace and I've been kind of going back and forth with a um, therapist who specializes in like mm -hmm. childhood um, and like family therapy. And, you know, one of the things that she has said is to try and take as much of those first two weeks of remote learning off of work that I can. I mean, there's certain things that have to be done every day, like packing yeah. and shipping and, you know, you've made a couple of commitments and you want to keep that up. But until you get in the flow and you know what you're doing, mm -hmm. to like scale it back as much as you can. So exactly. it's kind of where I'm at right now. And I'm just going to try and be okay with that because right. It's it hard. Is. <laughs> so that's, yeah, that's totally me. Get that. Yeah, I'm totally, so a couple things to what you said, Brittany. This is, so I watched 
Brittany's um, YouTube video and she was talking and I was like, she has to come on, even if it's for a few minutes, because like everything that you're saying, I was like, girl, I am right there with you. Yeah. Um, so we started last week, but the first, like the two weeks leading up to it, my anxiety was like through the roof because I enjoy working. Yeah, I enjoy <laughs> working. And everyone's like, well, just stop working. And, and I'm like, yes, I can stop. I have my own business. I'm grateful I can do this, blah, blah, blah. Like I get all of that, but like I get a lot of satisfaction out of working right. and it sucks that I have to put it aside and I'm allowed to have these feelings. Um, yeah. But I've seen a counselor and I actually did like EMDR around like the whole situation and it's helped. But then once, and I'll tell you, Brittany, once you may have a different experience, but once we've been at it for a week. My anxiety is significantly decreased because I kind of have an idea. Like it's the not knowing what the structure yeah. is going to look like and how it's going right. to go. Um, and we're fortunate we go to a Montessori school. And so they're actually anti, well, I don't go, my kids go, but they're very, <laughs> they're anti screens in general at this age. Mm -hmm. um, so they, I mean, they have to have Zoom calls and they obviously have to do some screens, but they're very much against that. So they're trying to pull back and give as many um, open-ended play like here's something and you guys can do it for an hour if they're interested in it or you can do it for 10 minutes if they're bored with it so it's not as like structured as if we went to I think a public school the regular public school where it was like I've seen some of their schedules and the kindergartners are in zoom calls all day oh yeah yeah but my 14 year old is a high schooler and I it's like he's at school I don't see him um, he will sometimes come up for like 10 minutes, eat something. And then he, he is in zoom calls. I mean, his classroom, like his class periods are just like, he would be in school learning from a teacher. Um, he's doing that all day, um, which is really, he's autistic. He's ADHD. He has learning disabilities. Um, so it's a lot for, him. for him. Like, yeah. I just feel like I know why we're doing this and I understand and I know that we need to, but it's, such a disservice to all of the children who would just do better with other people around or they just need like like I'm not a teacher like I I don't have a whole lot of patience and my <laughs> five-year-old he's like he's just got a different way of learning like my my littler one you can like show him something and he'll mimic you and he'll you know try and do what you're doing not my five-year-old he's like a little engineer, a little artist, a little like musician. He's got his own thing going in his head. He'll make up stories. But like, as for teaching him, it's a whole different ball game that I don't really feel like I'm prepared for. So I actually have a, a degree in education and I don't feel like I'm, I mean, it's in secondary education, yeah, but, but still, still. I still am like, I'm not prepared to teach little kids like preschool I don't know how and so I mean we just all I think have to do the best that we can yeah. right now and they'll figure it out um okay so I do want we've kind of gone over our school situation um I kind of want to get into what because you guys have a lot of you have talked about like preparation for this how we prepped I'm going to start with you Brittany because I knew I do know that you're going to want to yeah. pop off soon um so it, and feel free to leave whenever but I'll we'll go the other way this time so you can get in um if you want to talk a little bit more about kind of some of the prep stuff that you've done or what you have scaled back like what i mean you mentioned like taking two weeks off so what are the things that still have to get done and how are you going to manage that so shipping has to be done every um at least every two days uh so i don't have to ship every single day but i do like to ship at least every other day um and really if there's just a couple of packages i'm going to get them out anyway 
I have completely outsourced all of my sharing to, um, I use reseller assistant. I know that there's like other bots and services and things that you can use, but with that, I just, I don't have to think about it. I don't have to schedule it. I don't have to be at my computer. I don't have to enter captures. So I just pay it and don't think about it. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't share. I try and I'm, I'm trying to bulk draft things. And so when I am able to work, I'll draft like say 20, 25 things. And then I'll just parse them out over the week, like three, five listings. And it's really hard to do that because you're so excited and you're thinking like, oh, it can't sell if it's not listed. Uh, <laughs> so I should just list it all. But the um, continuity of it is what the algorithm likes. So I think that. I mostly sell on Poshmark, but I also sell on Etsy. Right now, I'm not really cross-posting as much. Poshmark is my main platform, so I'm just kind of condensing my focus there. I took away my expectation around my YouTube channel. I have videos that I'm trying to do, but I'm not committing to a schedule as much anymore. I have like set days that I will release a video if I'm going to, mm -hmm. but I just want it. I don't want it to be a chore. So I, I made it, you know, more flexible. And then, yeah, I mean, I just got a palette so I could be working my ass off, but I'm not, you know, it, it's nice because I don't have to go out sourcing. So then when you have time, you can, you know, yeah, we're like the same person, Brittany, because I'm going to mimic everything that you just said when it's my turn. Um, but I do want to touch note really quick on the Poshmark aspect of it. So Poshmark likes activity. It doesn't necessarily have to be listing. And so if you have items, you can list them and then just spend time like doing other activity. Like, Because I've gone months where I have not listed anything and I have the same amount of sales as if the months that I don't. As long as I'm on there being active, like doing sharing and you know, I, you don't need the to know all those, you know, all that. your offers and stuff. Yeah. Too. You know, all of that. But if you have the items listed, eBay is another beast. It needs yeah. the daily listing, but Poshmark and all the analysis that I've done and the data I've looked at and other people as well, you need activity on Poshmark, but it doesn't necessarily have to be listing. Do you know what I mean? Cause I'm in the same mindset too. I hate it on eBay when I'm like, why isn't this list? You know, like I have all yeah. these items I can't sell. Um, but I list them right away on Poshmark, but I have drafts on eBay and it doesn't impact those sales. Just a note. Um, all right, Melissa, um, if you want to tell us kind of what you've been doing to prep, I know you have like a schedule set, but let's talk a little bit about reselling and how that's going to kind of work into it. Um, so I pretty much, um, Kind of do the same thing Brittany does. I batch, um, I batch photos in like I try to get a whole bunch of items prepped. <laughs> I sell mostly shoes, so I try to batch photographing all that in one afternoon. And then I'll spread it out over the course of the next week. Um, but I didn't do anything last week, so because I just didn't feel like it, and it was the beginning of school, so I'm a little behind on that. But um, and then I will spend like the rest of the week uh, listing my drafts and then cross posting to the other platforms I use. I also do outsource my 
sharing my closet on Poshmark because that's time I can spend with my family and not on my phone sharing. So I do that and that saved a ton of time and frustration. Um, I guess it's pretty much similar to Brittany. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, Rebecca, I know you've actually kind of changed your business model a little oh, bit. <laughs> yeah. So walk us through kind of how you came to that decision and then um, what I'd like what you're doing differently than you would have been before. Yeah. I mean, like I said before, and I kind of echo with Brittany, like it's half of it is your mindset of like today I made a post on Instagram. Like I, I'm still coming to terms, even though I gave myself the pity party few days once we decided of homeschooling, like today I had another, it like happens in waves where you just kind of realize, mm -hmm. okay, this is actually happening, that I single-handedly built a business over the last four years and now I'm single-handedly like completely tanking the whole thing. <laughs> it's, it's so hard to get over because if you are a person that's driven, if you are the stay-at-home mom by accident, if you're the person that was super career person, you know, like there are a lot of people that stay at home that never looked forward to that. You ended up in it and there's nothing wrong with that and it's still beautiful and whatever and we're all in the season and yada yada. But like you're still a person and you need your business to help you feel like a person or at least for me, that's how I feel. And so it's very difficult um, to kind of, do all the planning and then now have it actually be here and be like, okay. So like I posted the other day and I'm like, so I wrapped up all my business and now I don't really know what I'm supposed to do with myself. Like, what do I do all day? And it's like, oh sure. I could clean up this mess that's sitting right over here. Sell those things on Facebook, declutter something, maybe make a better dinner. But like, I'm not going to do that. Like, this <laughs> like fun to me. So not going to make better muffins. I always feel like I don't care about making muffins, but anyway, so for, for reselling, I sent it all to thread up. Like I took all my thrifted items. I got rid of my storage unit that I had and I sent it all to thread up and I'm still ordering. I'm not going to thrift stores. I'm still ordering everything um, like pre-owned clothing in bulk and like one-off things here and there. So I'm still constantly sending about two to four boxes to thread up a week, give or take. But can I, I, can I interrupt and yeah. ask you, did you have the labels already because now I can't. Yeah, I know everybody's having. I don't know the rhyme or reason to it. I can still get them, so I'm gonna keep sending them. I don't know why. I'm sorry. I got them last, I got them last week. I yeah. I, I I think it's. I don't think that it's like you're completely cut off where you are, or maybe it's a timeline thing. And if you you were in by a certain time, yeah. I don't know if it's that you've sent in so many. I don't know if it's what your acceptance rate. I don't know why i i am I know is I i've never done it. it i've never done it before so i just yeah. signed up last week and was able to print them and i printed as many as i remember to do and then i got sidetracked See, <laughs> and I've, never, I've never i print one and then i do the box and then i'll do the box and then i'll print one so i'm not also trying to like print out a bunch and i've never done that so i don't know i have no idea and i've never asked and you know, knock on something. Mm. Um, so yeah. So I mean, the thread up thing for me has worked out well because like I haven't taken a photo in weeks. I haven't listed an item in weeks. I haven't done any of that normal 
grind everyday stuff that has completely freed me now i have a poshmark i have mercari and i have boutique items that are multiple quantity so i am relisting i'm still sending offers i'm still sharing i'm still doing a lot of that grind but it's still a lot less and i may even pair that back a little bit more too we'll see how it goes but for right now i'm still getting a couple sales a day on poshmark a couple sales here and there on mercari and so it's all very like you know, it's just a little bit, it's not too crazy. Thread up is the main thing where I'm making the bulk of my money right now. Um, I have the YouTube channel, I have my Etsy shop with my reseller products. And so that um, kind of passive, cause I've already done the work. Income is nice to trickle in. And then I also do print on demand, which may be a little bit different from some of you here where, you know, I have shirts selling on Etsy and I have shirts selling on Amazon that are bringing in several hundred dollars a month where I'm not doing anything. So I feel like when I do get some time, once I'm settled into this schedule and I know that I have some time available, I don't think I'm gonna put it toward reselling. I think I'm gonna put it towards some of these other front-loaded, automated, passive type mm -hmm. income streams, which has always been my plan. Like anybody that may have watched my channel before knows, like I don't really even like reselling. I'm Rebecca Reeser, I'm like, it's where I got started, but it turned me into so many other income streams that you can do online that now in this situation are almost more better suited for uh, the situation in which we yeah. find ourselves that I'm exploring and double downing on those more when I can get the time and not putting as much effort into reselling. Real, the only thing that I'm really caring about right now is that stuff sells on ThreadUp and I can send more stuff in and it sells on ThreadUp and I'm going to go with that, you know and let the other things have more time. I do want to check in with the, oh, go ahead, Brittany. Yeah. I'm going to throw in one more thing and then I'm going to go because I locked yeah. my husband out of the bedroom and <laughs> I can see what Yeah, yeah, go for it. Um, I get it. So I totally agree with Rebecca. Right. You can find a passive income stream for like your items that you already own. Um, I recently reached out to a local consignment store and I got a booth there for my vintage stuff. And because yeah, I, that. I, I do take stuff in to consign there, um, as well, especially if I like get it at the bins or it's been sitting in my posh closet too long. Uh, but I reached out for a booth specifically. And so I set up a vintage booth there and it's actually been doing really well. Um, I think I opened it. August 10th or something like that. And I've already made $450. So nice. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. So if you can find like a passive income stream where you're not doing the work, but you can like all the like manual labor of taking the pictures and like marketing. Right. And it and frees up your mental bedroom. space too. Yeah. Well, and I well, think in talking with all of you, like it, I'm doing the same things, but it didn't like connect for me. And I think I always try and look at like the bright side of this, right? And it, it's awful. I'm with you. Not awful. Yay. I'm glad to be home with the kids, blah, 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 whatever. But like we have all had to take a seat back to be able to do this. And I think it's from what I'm hearing from you guys, definitely for me, it's really hard to do that. But all of the things that I've learned and that I've implemented in my business, once we go back to, it will probably be a new normal, but it will eventually be something, right? We'll have a bit more time we'll be so much better off. Like once I have more than four hours a week, I'm going to like take over the world. Like <laughs> pinky in the brain. What am I gonna do? <laughs> um, but yeah. you know what I mean? Like a lot of the things I would have never have thought of had the pandemic not happened. And now it's like making us think creative and being able 
to do things. Um, Cause I'm with you, the passive income is nice. I don't make as much on YouTube, um, but it's nice to have the community and know that, okay, I did it once. And if I come back in a year, like I can do it again and it'll just continue. Um, I, I'm still here, but not to the most. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not off of it, but that's the thing that bums me out the most. It's not the reselling. It's, I enjoy YouTube's like way more than I ever thought. And the community mm. and the comments and all like, I like that so much that I'm like, when I have to scale back to one video, like when my pre-recorded ones run out and there's just one a week, I'm gonna be so Because <laughs> I like it. I so think much. it's, I have like a love-hate relationship with social media. Um, if I scale back too much, I do miss it. Cause it's like, we're very isolated otherwise, yeah. right? And so I miss that. But then sometimes it feels very, very pressurized. Like I have, I have to put out a YouTube video. I have to edit this, I have to do. Um, and that's why I've just started doing two lives because then I have it's one hour a week. I have to be here. I have to talk to you guys, right. but then I don't have to edit. I don't have to come up with ideas. Like I just get to chat. And then when I have time to come up with content, it'll come up with right. content. Do you know what I mean? Right, right. Um, thank you. Thank you go. so much for yeah, thank you for joining me. Um on the social media part though, I do go ahead. Oh, there we go. Let me remove her. I love the little fox. Melissa, you I've noticed you're on social media a bit more. Like your Instagram seems to be a bit more consistent. Are you doing I mean, what's the plan there? What are you I mean, are you having more time to do more social media as you're taking things or until the kids start? Um, I think the reason I'm more consistent is I have a game plan in mind. Before when I started, I was just like, I had no idea what I was doing. Mm. And I didn't know how it worked. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> and so. Well, and if you can like sit down and like write out content and have, yeah. That makes um, sense. And I realized like, I'm not on social media because I want to be really. I'm on social media for a reason. Mm -hmm. And so I've been trying to not post something just for the sake of like, just for the sake of it. I want to have like a purpose. And so I've been trying to be more intentional with it. And, um, and usually I want to like have fulfill one of like three needs in that and like, you know, helping making a sale um or like pushing for a sale um or helping people out with you know um business or time management or just like conf confidence building so right. i try to keep my posts centered around like one of those three three things that's a really good social media tip because i think a lot of people when they first get and i was the same way too and when they first get on you're like, I don't know what to post about and it seems overwhelming and you're like, but once you hone in on like, why am I here? And it, it's different for everyone. Sometimes it's, I want to connect with people or I'm, you know, want to make a sale. I want to just, you know, give tips or whatever it is. But once you kind of have your purpose for it, I feel like the content just kind of flows out, right? Like you have so many ideas that serve that purpose. Um, and then you start to learn how social media works, which is like a whole job in a, of it. It depends on the platform too, I think, because like with YouTube, we know we're trying to rank or we have algorithms or whatever. Whereas Instagram, it's like, if you don't, you can fall out of the feed with someone for a while and it's very hard to get back in. Like 
you know, I've been at a certain number for a while and I know that there's only the same most, most recent people interacting with me and the people from like way back when that I remember when I first got on aren't active anymore because I've taken breaks and they've taken breaks and these algorithms are just, they drive me nuts. <laughs> like yeah. We're running oh yeah, and it's all against Poshmark, eBay, this one, that like there's so many freaking algorithms. <laughs> I know, and it's all a guessing game. I do want to check in with the chat really quick. Um, I knew this hour would go way too quick, and I still had like a zillion things to talk about. Um, but I do want to check in with the chat. Grateful because everyone has really been grateful for your guys' transparency. Um, and I, everything that you guys have been saying, I feel the same too. And it sometimes just is helpful to connect. Um, so grateful, Queen. If you guys don't know Queen B, she has a great Yay. YouTube channel too, and she actually is a. Um, I'm gonna say the word wrong. She's a psychologist or a, I don't know the difference. She's a counselor, Therapist. but she has, yeah, she has a mental health. I'll say that she is in the mental health. Um, she has a mental health YouTube channel that she just started as well, which yeah. I think is absolutely fantastic in general, but definitely during these times. So um, it could be, if you want to leave it in the comments, feel free to leave your link and people can join over there. But she's saying a reseller's passion, which I also love, Leslie. Uh, her. I was thinking the same thing. Always feel better to hear we are in this together. Um, that's not to say with the knowledge and experience online sales, you could restart at your leisure family first. Um, and that's kind of what I've been telling me. It's hard because we've worked so hard to get here, but I'm like, I've done all of this in a year and a half. Like once I decide to pick up full steam again, I'm not going to have to learn how to YouTube, right? Like I'll right. just have to make more videos, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, I think I just, the thing that was like the most like stinging for me was this year was supposed to be the year because Gio was finally going to go into five days of half day school. And so I'm like daydream. I mean, people that watch me, like they knew that I would be daydreaming about all that I would get done with five half days. Like, what are you like? Oh my God, I'm going to be able to do so much stuff. And then it all just came crashing down. But I started a countdown and there's 344 days until he starts kindergarten next year. So just so you know, it's coming up. <laughs> We're gonna be there before you know. <laughs> I don't have to start a countdown because I have an older kid and my um, oldest, like the second day of school already knows how many days there's left until I oh, in school. Um, but I feel you so hard on that because I have three children and two of I don't them- I know how you guys, oh my God. And you figure it out. I mean, you kind of just have to, right? But the two oldest were in school, the, middle one was in school half days so i at least got and i certainly had one at home but this year was going to be she was gonna be in school full day my oldest is in full school day and then the little one was going to be half days and i was the same thing i was like oh my god i i have probably like four pages of things that i was like i'm gonna do this and I, like all yeah. of these and that's where it came crashing down and now it's just keeping maintaining the status quo and trying to keep it um where I'm at, I'm not really going to add much to what you guys said because I'm kind of doing similar things as you. I am sending in my first thing to thread up this week. Um, so I'm going to see how that goes. I have it. I kind of picked from my inventory a little bit of everything to see how it goes. And then I did my palette. Came, like, it'll that? take a little bit to, for it to start rolling in. So don't judge it off of just one box. I would commit to a little bit of consistent sending in if you can split your inventory to do it because you're not going to see anything off of that for a little while. Like I started in the end of March and I didn't start seeing payouts until June okay. off of the things that people buy because of their return window. Um, so just keep that in mind. It's going to be a lag time. But once you get that hump and if you've kept sending it in consistently then you'll be building it up and now i get payouts daily just like i would get poshmark sales daily 
Okay. That's, yeah. That's good to know. Do you do that up at all, Melissa? Have you? Yeah, I sent in one box and I was surprised when all of it sold. So I literally mailed like I think 25 pound box yesterday and I've got more in my basement ready to go out because some of it I'm just tired of and I don't even want to mess with it. I'm like, like I'll take even like a little bit of a payout. And a yeah. friend of mine gave me a whole bunch of his daughter's old clothes. And I'm like, oh, this is good. But I don't want to spend the time photographing it. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's interesting. I Well, and I'm glad you said that, Rebecca, because I probably would send one box in and be like, man, this isn't worth it. But it's been all of my inventory is listed. And I don't. Sourcing is honestly the hardest thing for me, which is weird for a reseller because most resellers are like, I have a death pile and I have so much inventory. And I'm like, I cannot, I could keep up with everything else. Well, yeah. 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 Well, Melissa bought a pallet too, right? So you have like a lot of. Uh, I think the bulk is the way to do it if you can figure out something like that. I know that you're very particular with your ASP. You know, like I, you're very intentional and deliberate with everything, and and that's to be expected because you're the analytical data person. But you may just have to say, I need a box of clothes. <laughs> I'm going to order a box of clothes and whatever I get, I'm going to, you know, try to sell those because for me, I, I envy someone that can be very intentional that way, because I think in the long run, you'll probably make more money. But for me, I need the activity and the volume and the things just mm -hmm. constantly going like this, like this to make me feel like it's happening. So I may not make as much, but at least everything is still happening, you know, whereas I don't know. No, it's kind of funny that you say that. So, I mean, if you guys couldn't tell, I'm a Libra. So it takes me for, I mean, the Libra is like the skill. I have to weigh all of my options. I built, <laughs> me and my husband built like three spreadsheets to like look at different palettes and to analyze if we would make, like, I mean, it's not like, from the palette sold probably. <laughs> right, could you always guess? And finally the end result was like, I, I just had to buy one. I bet I was bidding on them and losing because they were going above what my strategy and I was like, I just, I, I, me and Melissa, I think I've talked about this, but like, I just had to buy one to see mm -hmm. what it is and what's going to happen. And then I'll be able to have data to be able to do it. Um, but it is nice. I got it in today and I'm like, okay, I have things to list. So when I have, I don't have to spend my weekends going outsourcing. And if I have a Saturday that's free, cool, I'll go outsourcing. But that to me is actually really stressful. Um, where most people are like, I love the shopping. I can't do the other stuff. And I'm like, the shopping is kind of getting stressful, especially with the mask on. And like, I'm not sending my kids to school. And so I'm like, well, should I be like out at thrift stores? Right. And, um, but we'll see. I'm not, we'll see. I'll keep you guys updated. I do a what sold Wednesday where I go over all my data. Um, so you guys will start seeing what sells in a palette and then also what sells in the thread up boxes. Um, so I'll definitely have that out as well. I love that you have three spreadsheets to figure out the palette to buy. Um, and, 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 then like, anything, um, and then he's like, we can sell these to help people buy. And I was like, no, stop. Like, I'm trying to scale back. We're not selling anything else. Um, all right. So we are towards the end. If anyone has any questions for these ladies before we get off. Um, oh, I did want to touch base on to the branding thing. And I think both of you. Uh, Brittany does this as well. 
social media is really amazing because you can market yourself for free. It's time. It's very time consuming to do it. But I think that's where you kind of have to go to take it to the next level because then you're getting passive income or you're getting like, I had someone who's like, I have 30 high end purses. I'm never going to do anything with. I saw one of your, one of your two videos and you like selling purses. Do you want them? And I was like, yes, yes. yes. Where you don't get that other ways, right? And so I don't make a ton of money through social media, you know, yet. Let's say yet. Hopefully I'll get there. But it's just the connecting and building the brand and knowing I've randomly made sales on Instagram recently, not even intentionally, just, hey, look at what I found. And, you know, people reaching out to you. Um, And that's what's going to kind of set you apart, I think, during this time as a lot of people are becoming but you're getting a lot of people who are losing their job. And so it's getting saturated and a lot of resellers, you kind of have to take it to the next level and say, Hey, I, I am a business. Let me find that passive income. And that's going to be kind of from a brand. Um, but it's very time consuming because that's right. also what we've scaled back on, right? Like yeah. I'm not doing as much social media because it doesn't pay right yet. The thing is, is, you can monetize it in any way you want. I mean, we've all gone probably different ways. There's somebody that makes a course. I was doing reseller chats. I have little products. You have your dashboard. Like Everyone can find a way to monetize it, but you can monetize all you want. If you don't have an audience that will buy into that, it doesn't matter. But at the same time, if you have this audience, but you never try to sell to them, it doesn't really matter if you have 18,000 followers if you don't sell it. And it's not like you, the only reason why you would create an audience is to sell to them because there is that community effect. And like, if you get joy from being in the comments with people and liking everybody else's posts and seeing what they're like, I do love that. I wish I could spend more time on it, but I think I don't look at social media as a sales thing, but I do like to make value and so sometimes the value is where you can monetize like for you with your dashboard you know like that's some of the value um so yeah but it is time consuming but it it is nice to know that if you put yourself out there and you are in the community whatever way shape or form that takes you get different kinds of things from it and you get to give those things too, you know? So I don't know what I'm saying. This is now, it's nine o'clock. <laughs> it's not water, it's rum. And so. <laughs> on that note, yeah. <laughs> um, and I think that, you know, kind of Melissa's point too about being intentional with what you do. And I'm not, it's funny because personally I'm not on social media and you guys probably wouldn't guess that because you see me on social media all the time. But like, I think the last time I posted on my personal page, like I'm not a social media person, but it's very intentional in what I do. And I'm very thoughtful in what I post um, and everything. And I do enjoy, I mean, same as you, I do enjoy the community and stuff, but it's all very purposeful in what I'm doing because it is my business and it is my brand. Um, I think that that's all. Oh, and the other takeaway from this is I need to get ABC mouse. Everyone was smiling when, they, when she said that. I don't have it, um, but I need it's, something to help someone. Gio's digging it right now because it's new, and he's excited because, like, I got a new computer, so he knew when I got mine that he would get that one. But I told him it was only for mommy school, which is what we call it. Um, so he's gonna—he's been testing out ABC Mouse. 
He's very excited that there's a pet park where you can take care of these little animals. So he has a bunny right now and he's like obsessed with care, taking yeah. care of the bunny and all this stuff. So they can go down a path where it's maybe seemingly not as educational as the very set things. But I do think that anything that's going to keep him engaged with something or another that he gets excited about, again, that I can kind of we got to do the worksheet, then we can do ABC mouse. We got to yeah, do the primary, for sure. No, I got to carry it this kid. And so I think it's great if your kid is into that kind of thing. Um, you know, there seems to be, and it, and it seems very easy. You know, we set it up super quick. It was very easy. So uh, Rebecca is saying Can Academy is free. We do um, Prodigy for math, which is similar. It's like they're like fighting battles, but to fight to the next battle, you have to do a math problem. Um, oh. And the struggle that we're having, and then we'll sign off because I think we could probably all talk forever again oh about kids. And um, but she enjoys it. But the problem, the struggle that we're having as they try and figure this out is, it's very blanket. Like one lesson is sent for all of the kids, and it's remote, so I get it. Like she only has so much time, but it's not to my daughter's level. The, you know, like all kids are at different levels, um, and especially because they have three, four, and five year olds all in the same classroom, and she's one of the older kids. Um, so we'll give it time, but I kind of think that I need some kind of other supplemental stuff, even if it's like 10 minutes a day on a computer, I'm, I'm fine with that. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not so anti-screens that she can't have some education. I went on and got a lot of different stuff. So if you want to, you know, chat offline or whatever, I bought a lot of different like worksheet stuff, but then also like learning activity things. So we can always chat about some of the stuff. I try yeah. to be very like what is geo into what do i think will hold his attention where do i think like handwriting for him is our problem area he you know like it's not so much letter recognition it's we need to get in the handwriting so like i'm really coming up with ways to focus on that so i think if you can if you know what their areas are that's strength and weakness you can get in there yeah well and that's why we are going to the school still because this is her third year with the teacher and she knows all that yeah. So, I'm like, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Um, on that note, I am going to sign off because we all do have children and taking an hour away from our families, I know it is very difficult to do at times. Um, I mean, it was hard enough to try and schedule something and I fumbled it up anyway. So on that note, thank you guys. Thank you guys so much for joining. Yeah. This is this is a weekly account. Normally it's an accountability call. Um, I mean, we talked about accountability a little bit, but this is a weekly accountability call. We talk about our successes for the week and then our goals for the next week and everything that comes up in between. Anyone is welcome to join the video call. So just give me a, a DM on Instagram if you would like to come on the video and you're more than welcome to just join on the comments as well every Monday, 6 p.m. Mountain Standard podcast is in the link down below so make sure to follow there and if you like the content you can subscribe for as little as 99 cents a month to help the content continue to get made um and then i have my youtube at 6 30 this week my what sold is with chris at 6 30 p.m mountain standard and we'll go over all the things that me and chris will go over who knows where that will end up um so <laughs> thank you guys so much um thank and you. have a wonderful night Thanks. Thank you.